welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous powerhouse. How the devil are you? Oh my God, I am feeling so fired up. I am feeling so freaking excited. I feel like magic is a bubbling and I cannot wait to speak into the topic of today's podcast. This podcast actually came from a question that my client asked me and she was just exploring ways that I expand my subconscious and when she asked me the question, you know, what do you do to expand your subconscious? I really asked her what she meant by that and what that looked like for her. And she really wanted to know how I normalize the next level that I'm moving into and what that looks like in the way of the subconscious. Now, we know, and I have said many, many times, that the subconscious can't tell the difference between what is real and what is not, the imagination versus the reality. So how can we play there and normalize that next level for us? And I was like, one, this is a fucking epic question. And two, I'm going to make it a podcast episode because yes, I want you to hear these answers, but I want the community to hear these answers too, because I really, truly think there is so much power in what I do to normalize the next level. And that is why I have had the success that I've had in my business. I've had the clients that I attract in my business. I've had the financials come in for my business. I've had to be honest, created a fucking life that I truly, really desired. So I'm going to impart my wisdom and kind of draw back the curtain to my life and how I normalize and will go on to normalize my next levels as we're going forward. So I'm going to start with one that I actually spoke about on my stories um, just yesterday, I think it was. And that is modeling. Now, modeling is an NLP technique. Now, I have a master practitioner in NLP. I trained back in 2029. No, that was way ahead in the future. I did not train in 2029. I trained in 2019 um, when I started really getting into the world of coaching. NLP and hypnotherapy were two mindset tools that I did a lot of work in when it came to the training. And NLP was a huge oh my God, the most incredible shifts I've probably ever had in my life because you were there for nine days from literally 7am till probably going on 8pm where you were in the room. We were learning the NLP techniques that I now use with and on my clients. So we were learning the techniques, but we were equally having to practice them. So I was getting NLP'd all freaking week. And for those who haven't heard of NLP, it is Neuro Linguistic 
programming. So that's where a lot of the subconscious neuro changes that I make with my clients. That's where a lot of it comes from. I listen to their language, which is part of the title, and I reprogram their subconscious mind, their neural pathways. So in NLP, we have a technique called modeling. And modeling is probably one of the most essential NLP skills. And to be honest, the most essential skill that I use in my life and in my business. And I think in this day and age, the way we have scope of modeling people is insane. The way that we can watch and view and understand people who we desire to be nowadays, the platforms that they use, the way they use them, whether it's YouTube, whether it's podcasts, whether it's stories, whether it's, you know, TikTok, they have such big platforms of the people that we model, the people who we look up to, the people who have achieved results that we currently want to have, that modeling is something that you need to bring in to your mindset routine because I swear by it I've sweared by it ever since the moment that I learned it and to be honest we model from a very very young age anyway we model very subconsciously you've definitely modeled in your life it's not something that you haven't not tried before but actually knowing um, some skills around modeling which is exactly what I'm going to be talking about today and being able to understand that you're probably doing it anyway and how we can enhance that for your success in your business is going to be a fucking game changer. And what it is, in very simple terms, is observing and learning how others achieve results. And we test different approaches and suggest and try to see what works for us. And the testing part is essential because it's only by testing our work, it's only by testing what we're seeing or how we want to do it or taking bits from different people. It's not saying that we're becoming carbon copies of anyone, um, but it's testing our work that we're able to improve. This is why I'm such a massive, massive fan of, of failing, to be honest. I'm a massive fan of things not working or me getting really, really curious of things or having to really look at what's going on for me um, when I have, say, for instance, a blockage Um especially when I feel that money stopped flowing. I'm like, right, okay, like what's going on? Let's get curious. Let's really dive around here. But oh, it is just incredible. So the purpose of modeling, like I said, is to develop techniques to improve our performance, which we definitely want. We want to be at the highest performance of the CEO of our business. You are growing a sustainable business that is going to last you however long you want it to last you. For me, it is years upon years of creating a space where I can become a professional, seeked out speaker. I have books. I'm on this morning's couch. I uh, have an incredibly huge following. Um, I have a business that I can teach the subconscious mind and have such an incredible impact on people. But I also have other parts of the business. We travel the world. I have kids. We have a cottage. All of the things that I want for my life 
it allows us, it allows me when I model and I talk into it, but it really allows me to see not only what is possible for me, um, but, but, but equally how people are navigating and performing to get there. And, um, it also, what it can do is it looks at the behaviours, our behaviours right now that are not serving us and which strategies we need to avoid or which behaviours we need to change. So modelling kind of makes us understand ourselves better because we're understanding the person that we're watching or the thing or the whatever else that I'm going to talk into today. But really, it's about asking or watching or being in the room and then adding your own steps and testing and improving. Oh, I just love it. So my first way to normalize your next level, to normalize my next level and what that looks like is putting myself in the goddamn room of the next level I want to be. And it really is as simple as that. And this could look like an investment. You know, I've just made a huge investment in a mastermind that uh, that I'm really... I say huge investment. It is not a huge investment for me right now. Becky of 2020, that was a huge investment. That was a complete pattern. I'm calling myself out there. I've just made an investment in the business that is going to be huge for me. It wasn't a huge monetary investment, but it was a huge investment for where it's going to take me. And I've put myself into a room, into a space, into an energy that is going to have a massive impact on how I show up, how I think, how I act, how I'm called out, how other people are doing things, um, what other people are doing, etc, etc. I don't want to be the best in the room. I do not want to be the best in the room because the moment that you are the best in the room, you are in the fucking wrong room. So I want to be in places that make me question, that make me curious, that make me go, fucking hell, she's doing that. I'm going to go and do that too. Or I can have that too. I'm putting myself in places that feel a little bit stretchy, a lot stretchy for me right now. You know, the coach that I've just signed with, um, Bridget, big shout out. I fucking love her. I've been watching her for a very, very long time. And I really felt like it was, it was time for me to make the investment. Bridget James Ling, if you don't follow her, I'll tag her in. Um, That is the mastermind that I'm currently in right now. She is creating a movement. She is creating a legacy. And although I will not do it the same way that she has done, but she is currently making money that I want to be bringing in. She is signing clients that, um, you know, the community that she has from the aspect of how she builds the community, how she builds the following is exactly what I want to step into. I needed to be in a room where people are doing that, where people are dreaming big. And I think that I'm going off on a tangent here, but I'm going to go with it. But I think that I have been playing small for quite a long time now. And I've spoke about this every now and again, and it was obviously a massive impact from me moving back from Australia and having to really completely change my life and then having like settling down and, you know, really doing my one-to-one. Now I've launched the group program. I've got a lot of things that I want to be doing um, going into next year from a personal point of view and from a business point of view. And I really feel like I need to take myself to the next level in order for me to get there because comfortable 
I've never been comfortable. I've never stayed comfortable. I've never had a comfortable life. I never will have a comfortable life. I want big things. I grew up wanting to be famous. I still want that now. And not famous in the fact that I can't walk down the street without people recognizing me. Like I want to be famous in the industry that I'm in right now. I want people to know my name. I want to create a movement. I don't massively like the word movement, but I want to create a I want to create some a legacy. I want to create a thing that people know that were like, oh my God, did you see Becky's video on this? Like, oh, Becky's known for this. And I know that I've got that to an extent right now, but oh, ha, 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 I want more. I want it bigger. Um, and I am completely happy with where I am now. I'm completely grateful for where I am now. I'm completely fired up by where I am now, but I know there is so much more to me and I need to put myself into the room. And that's exactly what I've done. So anyway, tangent, bringing it back. So like I said, modeling is one of my favorite techniques. And this doesn't mean that we need to know the person inside out and backwards. You know, a lot of the modeling that I do comes from watching people's vlogs. Molly May, I watch her vlogs because I love the life she has, not the bullshit that she gets online. And again, like I don't want to be... um, I don't want to be that incredibly amount of that much incredible amount of fame that you can't do wrong for doing right. I need to do a lot of work on that from the judgment that I got from the performing arts industry. Um, I know that's a belief. I know I'm calling myself out, but um, the way she lives her life, the, the opportunity she gets to go to, the way that she shows up for the businesses, for herself, um, and there's another couple of of women that I watch on YouTube, and this is why I'm so happy that I'm now vlogging, um, because they make me feel so expansive, so, so expansive. And I used to watch their vlogs, like a couple of them, I used to watch their vlogs on repeat, like on repeat. And it came to a fact that I anchored in this expansive, incredible energy into this one girl that I used to watch. And I used to watch um, her videos like through, I could probably tell you what video, what's in what video. I've watched them that many times. But the her energy and the way she shows up for her life makes me really fucking show up for my life. And anytime that I watch her, I seem to make more money. I have more opportunities come in. I have different things happening. I take the leap. I make investments. I launch the thing. It, it just has such a positive, incredible impact on me and my energy just literally by simply watching a 10-minute YouTube video. It's insane, but it's a form of modeling. It's literally a form of going, okay, how is she doing it? What is she doing? What is she making? Like, how is she lifting her energy? What is she doing to help herself? What is she doing for her mindset? What is she doing for her life? It goes on. And just having that there, literally simply to watch elevates my energy to that next level because she is at the level that I want to be the same as me being in the mastermind watching Bridget you know she hit 110k cash month last month I want to be in that motherfucking room like that is something that I'm going to bring in that is something I'm claiming for 2024 you know I'm going to have the house me and Jack are going to have the 70 no 75 the 750k 
beautiful cottage in Shrewsbury, cottage slash barn conversion, floor to ceiling windows into the kitchen, bifold doors, farm field, farm farmhouse fields. I'm going to have that house next year and I'm going to make it happen and I need to put myself in the energy and the spaces where people are doing things like that. And they don't have to have the same life of me. Bridget doesn't have the same life as me at all. But the way she holds herself, the way she shows up, the way she shows up for her business, she's very action taken, very action orientated. Can you tell I'm on a roll tonight? Um, very action tonight. I'm recording in the evening. That's why I'm so fired up. But very action orientated, which makes me so fired because I've always been the action orientated entrepreneur. And she speaks about how um, she speaks about how she almost felt frowned upon for taking action. I've always felt that way. I've always taken action. I've never sold the, you know, I've never ever sold the do it in two hours dream. And people know how hard I work and will carry on working hard because you know what? I fucking love working hard, have all my life. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a belief that I want to break through. So, you know, actually getting myself into those places. I'm going to take a breath. I need a little drink of water, I think. So let's have a look at modeling. There's a couple of things, there's a couple of ways that you can model. And there's different ways that you can model as well. Like like I said, something very, very simple. Find something or someone that you really look up to. Karen Brady used to be another person that I would look up to um, in the way of the business sense. What would Karen Brady do? That used to be a mess, uh, uh, like a question that I asked myself. What would my higher self do? What would my 100 k months Becky Hayden be doing right now? You can be your own model. Your higher self can be your own model. And that's something that I do with my clients all the time. That's why I really put the emphasis on becoming your higher self because she is modeling the person that you want to become. There you go. That's a that's a form. That's a technique of modeling. Um, but the f- couple of things that you can do. Number one, simply ask. Sometimes as humans, we like to make life really fucking difficult. And if you don't know how to do something, find people who are good at that thing and ask them what they do. <laughs> can we make it work for us? Like does, if that doesn't work, then we can move on to different approaches. But sometimes as simple as that. I remember that back in 2020 on this exact podcast, I think I spoke about this a while back, but on this exact podcast, I was very, very fresh in my business. My business had just launched in 2020. Um, I'd kind of launched it officially on Facebook um, in September of 2019. Oh yes, you know, when you're like, oh, I've got a business now, it's on Facebook. Um, So I'd launched it officially on Facebook in 2019. But 2020 was the time that I really, I hired my first business coach and I really started to get into it. And when I was launching my podcast, I asked five women who were so, felt so far ahead of me at that point. You can go back and listen to them. And I think I said this on a recent podcast. Baby Becky is in those interviews. I probably should listen them, listen back to them myself, actually. It would be a nice little... I think it would be a nice reflection of how far I've come in just three short years. But I got myself into spaces where I could learn off people by them being on my podcast. 
Like I wanted to ask them questions. I wanted to understand what made them successful. Now you don't have to have a podcast and invite people on to interview them. You can ask them or you invest, which is mainly the reason why we invest, isn't it? To be in the room with the people that we look up to or we desire to have a similar business model or a similar way of life or a similar values, etc. And that's a big part of what I teach my clients. But I invited these five women on so I could interview them about how they were being successful. I would invest constantly boy, did I rack up some motherfucking credit cards in 2020. Let me tell you that. I was always investing. I was getting in the room with people who were so um, conceptually far away, perceptionally far away from me. They weren't actually looking back and I very quickly scaled to where they were and then beyond, you know, from now. But at that moment, I was like, oh my God, I need to know what's making you successful right now. And I will literally do anything to find out that. I want to know the secrets. I was in that headspace at that point. But sometimes one of the modeling techniques, simply fucking ask. Simply ask. If you have a coach right now and you are not in their Voxer or Slack or however you speak to them, and you're not asking them those types of questions, then you are not using the container to the best of its ability. This is why I love the client that asked me this question. She, The questions that she asks me are so powerful, are so expansive for her because she is going big. She is going so big. I want her to go so big. So ask the right questions, simply ask. Simply ask. Number two, we can actually use um, eliciting NLP strategies. I'm going to try and break this down a little bit just with some questions. So when we elicit a strategy, what we mean by that, what I mean by that is you really understand what the strategy is. So we elicit it by asking questions, by identifying what happens that leads to the result. So in asking the questions, the choice points become apparent, which leads to the change. So what happened before that? What happened next? What does that mean? Tell me more. How do you know? Really getting into the nooks and crannies of their success strategy. You know, we all have strategies. We have a a shower strategy. You've heard me speak about this before if you listen to the podcast, but we have a strategy of getting in the car. You probably use the same goddamn hand to get into the car every single time. And if you were to use the other hand, it would feel really fucking weird. You know, we have strategies for everything we do. Therefore, the people who that you're looking up to, they have success strategies. So ask them and get into the strategy behind that. What happened just before this? What happened next? What does that mean? Tell me more. How do you know? Now, I'm going to give you a quick exercise, okay? So what I want you to do is I want you to, um, this this is going to help you elicit the strategy. So I want you to choose a behavior that you wish to change. So just have a little think, what behavior right now do I want to change? What behavior is hindering me from moving into my next financial goal, from signing the clients, from growing the business, from speaking my truth? Insert your behavioral problem or behavioral uh, blockage right now. So 
I want you to very first of all elicit the sequence that you go through to achieve that behavior. And what I say when we're when I'm doing this with my clients is I say, imagine I was playing you in a movie and I am about to do the behavior that you don't want to do. I want you to direct me in exactly what happens before you do the behavior. So I want you to tell me from start to finish, what was the trigger, which is number two, identify the trigger that encourages the behavior. So what is the trigger and what happens after the trigger to take me into that behavior? What is the sequence that you go through to achieve that behavior? What makes you do it? So elicit the sequence that you go through, write it down if you need to. Number two, you've probably done that in number one, but really identify the trigger that encourages that behavior. Number three, I want you to have a look at the strategy that you've just wrote down. It's your overthinking strategy or your procrastination strategy or your comparing strategy, whatever strategy you're working on. I want you to make a small change, a couple of small changes that is going to be or get you more beneficial results. So, for example, non-business related at all, imagine that you wanted to eat more healthily. And we had a trigger that when you see chocolate cake, you were drawn to eat it. So we want to change the result of the trigger. And for example, the small change that we could make is every time you see a chocolate cake, you drink a glass of water instead. Every time you open up your Instagram to scroll and compare yourself, you do 10 star jumps instead. (laughs) Every time you open your diary and you think, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing today in my business, you do something else instead, okay? So I want you to first have a look at the sequence or the behavior that you don't want. I want you to identify the trigger. You're going to make small changes. Then we're going to future pace. So what I want you to do, again, something that I do with my clients all the time, especially when we've done timeline therapy, is I want you to imagine that sometime in the in the future, you walk into a cafe and you see the chocolate cake and you hesitate for a moment and then you smile and then you go and pour yourself a glass of water. Future pace it. And then lastly, and most importantly, you're going to freaking test it. Purposely search out for that chocolate cake. Purposely find the chocolate cake. If you need to bake yourself a chocolate cake and see how easy it is to drink a glass of water instead of eating it. And then we go and repeat it again. That's what I want you to do. So if there's any behaviors, I know this is slightly off modeling, but this is an exact example of how I would model um, a strategy that someone's doing that is currently, that I'm not currently doing or a behavior that's not living up to my 100K months, 100K months back what strategies are getting in my way. Um, So next time you have seen a behavior that is currently isn't serving you, I want you to do those five, those five steps. Elicit the sequence, identify the trigger, 
make a small change that's going to serve you better, future pace to imagine what it's going to be like the next time you see the chocolate cake, you're going to drink the water and then test. Purposely search out, get it in your ass, see that chocolate cake everywhere and keep drinking the water. You teach your neural pathway that that is what happens instead. Same with procrastination, same with overthinking, same with doubt, same with this is never going to happen for me, whatever you think. So modeling, bish, bash, bosh. Um, The other thing that you can do with modeling, I don't want to go too far into it. I'm giving you all of the things today and quite a lot of NLP techniques. So I think sometimes it feels very easy to me because I have taught it for a very long time now and it comes very natural to me as my subconscious is very engrossed in NLP. Um, So I don't want to go too overboard and confuse you to the fact that you don't take action because that is not the type of person that I like in my community. I I love an action taker. The last thing you can do for modeling is the logical levels, which I have spoke about before. So we have logical levels that we go through um, that I work through with my clients. They never really know that I'm working through them. Hello, clients, if you're listening. Yes, we go through logical levels. <laughs> um, but actually, it um, it will really help with modeling as well. So our logical levels, we have environment, we have behaviors, we have capabilities, we have beliefs, we have identity, and then the last one's kind of like the universe, the abyss. Um, And the logical levels, we almost can't complete one before moving into the other. So you could have a look at someone that you're modeling with their environment. How do they set up their environment? So I would look at, say, for instance, someone that I was modeling on YouTube and I see that she goes to the gym or works out every morning. I'm like, okay, that's part of her environment. I can see that she has a very clean house or a very aesthetic house or she really takes care of her evening and morning routine. Um, I know these are kind of crossovers into behaviors, but it's part of her environment. So where and when do she does she do things? Do does she do it? Does she use her environment to set her up for success? Second, behaviors. What specifically does she do? If you were going to teach me to do it, what would you ask me to do? You know, what behaviors does she have that's allowing her to really be successful? Third one, capabilities. What skills does she have that enables her to do it? How did she learn how to do this? How much is she doing from a learning perspective every day, every week, every month? You know, what does that look like? Beliefs. What does she believe about herself when she's doing this? What are the beliefs? And a lot of the time when you are, I know I can tune into it more because I am an NLP master practitioner, but a lot of the time the belief system can come out in vocabulary. So just keep an eye on what they say and how they say it. When you listen to me, you can understand that I'm very self-aware, so self-aware that I call myself out on my own podcast. You know, it really is, you can really tune into that. And then identity. Do do they have this mission, this vision of where they're going? How is it so ingrained in their identity of how they show up? 
things that happen so subconsciously because they've done the identity work. So really looking at those as well is really, really good. Okay, so what's happened is I have spent half an hour speaking about point one. (laughs) It's going to be a long podcast. (laughs) So modeling has been one of the most beneficial absolutely beneficial ways that I normalize my next level. I see people doing what I want to do and it normalizes it for me. And yes, it feels stretchy. And yes, I can feel um, maybe some resistance or maybe some frustration or maybe some impatience when I watch them. But that is a part, that is a part that's showing up, that's telling me that I'm too far away, that I can't have it, yada, yada, yada. It's a part that's trying to protect me from having what they have, from having the success that they have, from having the, um, uh, can't think of the word, uh, out in front of people exposure from having the exposure that they have and the only time that I'll get resistance impatience or um, almost a little bit frightened to step into there like the fear of success almost is when I see the exposure because I have a huge belief that I've been working on for a very long time around um, really caring what other people think of me I have done a huge amount of work on it when I say huge, probably the biggest thing that I've done work on. Um, And it comes from the people pleaser pattern that I used to have in my life. So when I can't control what other people think, which is what happens on social media, you get a perceived perception of the person and you believe them to be a certain way when you don't really know them. We can see it across the across the board with keyboard warriors. That That's their perceived perception. And it's more about the person giving the comment than the person receiving the comment. I know all of this, but the thing that stops me from stepping into that next level sometimes that I have to be very aware of is exposure and what the exposure can do to people who don't want to hear or or see or have things to say. And like I said, I know, I know it's about the person who's saying it and not about me. However, that is a resistance that comes up and you have to listen to that as you're putting yourself in these bigger places, as you're listening and as you're modeling these people. Um, you have to listen to that. And I feel that. And I say, hey, like, I know you're showing up. I know you're trying to protect me right now. I know where this comes from. Let me nurture you. Let me talk to you as if I was four years old again. Always go back to my four-year-old self. Um, let me nurture you as if you were four, as if I'm four years old. Let me speak to you. Let me hug you. Let me do whatever you need to feel safe because I know it's going to be safe when we move into that. And I fucking know what my life is going to look like as well. And it's very, very nice. <laughs> um, So modeling, huge, huge part of me normalizing my next level. Number two is learning. I love to learn. I don't know about you, but when I learn something new, I get so freaking excited to either teach it or implement it or have it become part of my life that the energy it takes me into is next level energy. And I love being in that next level energy. The more I can be in the next level the more I can be in that next level energy, the more I normalize it for myself. Again, probably another tip interwoven into this tip. But learning for me is a huge part of normalizing the next level. The more I the more I know and the more I can expand and the more I can teach 
the community that I have, teach you, the more I level up myself. So learning is a big part of my up level. Number three is detachment. I have become so fucking good at becoming detached from the outcome, from the timeline. I spoke about this in last week's podcast, from what the money means, from what the clients yes or no mean, from what clients leaving mean, from what clients coming in mean. I've become so detached to to the vision that I thought was going to give me everything, which was my Noosa house, was my life in Australia. And actually the moment that that I decided that I didn't want that anymore and that's not what was going to make me happy, I think that's where I really learned the the art of detachment because I I had to detach from the life that I thought I was creating for myself. I had to detach from that. And actually I got very good on that. I'm not going to go into that today, um, but I will do a podcast on detachment because I know a lot of people ask how I do detach so much from things Um, and it doesn't mean that you become emotionless and it doesn't mean that I don't get annoyed and it doesn't mean that I don't come up with resistance and it doesn't mean that I play smaller like it doesn't mean that I go along life being like happy as Larry day in day out it's we're just not programmed for that but what it does mean is the next level doesn't feel so big I'm like oh 100k months well yeah sure yeah like okay we could do that like it feels really scary it feels a stretch but let's give it a go like let let me model let me try let me get curious let's what's what's the bloody worst thing that could happen you know and I think that was a big part of what I learned when I moved to Australia I had so many people that were like what the hell like and with the with the ex that I was at the time they were like you've never lived together and now you're going to like the other side of the world together what the hell and I was like well literally what is the worst that could happen I buy a fucking plane ticket and I come home (laughs) but I'm never gonna know if I don't give it a go am I like what is the worst that could happen and play the fear till the end you know play the fear till the end. Give the fear a voice, play it to the end and tell it how you would fucking handle it if the fear was to happen because you will handle it. You will handle it and that means you can detach from it because you were like, well, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay anyway. The art of detachment. Fucking love it. Last couple of things because I know I've spoke so much in this podcast. I, I knew I'd be on a roll. I knew, I fucking knew it. Um, and I'm swearing so much today. I'm so sorry, but it feels so good. <laughs> so sorry to those who don't like swearing. I do apologize, but it's just not what you're going to get around here. Um, the last couple is experiences. Experiences really normalize the next level for me. You know that experience is a, the top value of my life. You know, everything has to be an experience from a Saturday night in with Jack to going to New York, you know, from from one extreme to the other. Everything is an experience for me. I enhance the energy. I enhance how it feels. I really make it a thing because life is meant to like it life is meant to be a thing life is meant to be experiences life is a series of fucking experiences every minute of every day so how can I make them next level how can I enhance them and that doesn't mean that I need money like I know obviously money really helps me it can enhance the experiences you know just the way money really helped enhance the experience of the retreat we were taking the retreat attendees to Michelin star dinners that the bill was like I've never seen before but 
by God, it felt so motherfucking expansive. And to go and put my card on there and pay for the meal for all the women that were at the retreat. Oh my God, that felt insane. Like I get it. I know money helps with experiences. It doesn't always have to come down to money. It doesn't. You get to create how it feels within the experience. So could speak so long about this, but I have it would be a very long podcast, um, which I'm, I always know that people turn off on the 20 minute, like they start to start to fade on the 20, 20 minute section. Um, so let's wrap up to normalize my next level and what that looks like. The couple of things that I do, one, modeling, huge, huge part. That's why it took me half an hour to explain it. Two, constantly learning, constantly expanding, constantly seeing how I can do things in different ways, be a different way, learning about myself, learning about my clients, learning about what they want, learning about business, learning about life, learning about my health, constantly learning. Number three, detachment. How can I become so detached to what I'm creating that it feels normalized anyway? And number four, creating experiences for myself. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. I feel like I've got my spark back with the podcast. I have been very very quietly running out of ideas when you've when you've done a podcast for three years non-stop I took the smallest of breaks when I had the huge breakup and moved back from Australia rightly fucking so but I've been like a bit like god I'm gonna have to like regurgitate some of the things that I've spoke about already but I've been whacked straight back into the passion um, and I'm actually going back into the recording studio on Monday I haven't been able to get in Um, But I've finally got a spot and I'm in on Monday to record video podcasts and the audio podcast until the end of December. So if you did make it this far in the podcast, I do have a lot of ideas now up my sleeve. But if you do have anything that you want me to talk about, if you do have any ideas, if you do have anything, a subconscious belief that you want me to speak on, if you have a behavior or a pattern or a strategy that you want me to talk on, come into my DMs. Let me know what you want to hear. I am always here for you. I love you. I love that you're part of my community. I love that you're tuning in to listen. I'm so grateful that you're here and go and have the best fucking day. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.